All right, everybody, welcome to episode five, question mark? I think. I think it's episode five of Dumb five and Drummer. Five or six, something like that. Episode 15. Man, we've really made some headway since last episode. <laughs> Our guest today is Hunter Curry from Minel. So we're going to talk to him about all things Minel symbols. If you don't know about Minel, uh, they are a symbol company based out of Germany. And they make uh, a lot of, I would say, high-end. I mean, it's definitely, uh, I mean, they have some entry-level um, <clears throat> options, but definitely for the aspiring to be higher-level uh, player who's looking for a little bit more quality in their product, uh, I personally have been using Minel for the last few years and have nothing but good things to say about them. So, uh, Hunter, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Minel? Cool. So, uh, I guess a little little background before I get into the business. Um, I have grown up playing drums. I guess technically started when I was like twelve in a percussion class in seventh grade, and then doing drumline and stuff like that. When I was 16, I got a drum set for Christmas, but I could only keep it at like, not my house. It just wasn't allowed at home. So I had to go to friends places and stuff to practice. Uh, so I spent a lot of time on the pad in my younger years. And, you know, I was also in drumline. So being on the pad, was I was no stranger to that by then. So I just kind of started doing drum set things on the pad, realized that I really dug playing drum set. Uh, did what everyone else does in high school. I started a screamo band and I played some breakdowns all the way until I went to college, got a degree in music and thought, man, I doubt I'll ever get to use this degree after I graduate, but it'll be really fun while I'm getting it. So I got it and then lo and behold, I still am in the music industry today, thankfully. Uh, so as far as what I do with Minel, I am a uh, traveling sales man and I go to independent music shops. Uh, so like your favorite local drum shop, but no like big box stores like Guitar Center or Lone Star or anything like that. Um, and I basically just meet all of the dealers in my designated territory, build relationships with them, help them. I guess I act as the bridge between your local music shop and Minel at large. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. So suggest what products, uh, listen to them, you know, talk to them. If they have questions about a symbol, I'm the guy they call or text or email to ask about. Uh, so basically my job is getting to talk about my favorite symbols to a bunch of people all around the country. Nice. But that's a Zildjian behind you, right? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is a Minel M series. It, oh, okay. it kind of looks okay. like it I'm in the light. I was, yeah, I was just it's, uh, it's a currently discontinued. Got it. Ride symbol. Got it. It almost looked like a Soundcaster with the um, one. One is shiny lathe, and one is like sandblasted or whatnot. Right. So that the Soundcaster Fusion, and uh, this is the M series Fusion. So okay. Nice. Similar concept, just applied to a new series. Very cool. So, uh, so a bit of a tangent though. You said you uh, you grew up in in playing in drumline. What what did you play in drumline? Uh, I did snare drum throughout high school, and then when I was in college, I did a semester on snare drum and a semester on vibraphone, 
And then I also marched with the cadets drum and bugle corps and I played drum set for them. Very cool. Yeah. So that was kind of like the culmination of my, my marching career because marching snare drum made me interested in drum set. And then now in my last marching band activity, I get to play drum set. Very cool. Um, so it was, it was a beautiful little full circle moment for me. For sure. For sure. So what is your favorite part of the job being a, uh, intermediary sales person? Well, I'd say obviously like getting to be a part of a company that I actually believe in and can stand behind. And I was playing Minel cymbals long before I ever got a position with Minel, um, or even worked at a music store in general just because all of my favorite artists were playing vinyl, you know, so like anyone else, I just got what they had. Um, and then eventually developed my own taste within the brand. So getting to like represent and spread the love, so to speak, of my favorite company is cool, but also getting to make all these awesome relationships with the dealers that I do service because like initially it's just business you're getting to know them but once you get to know them they they become like a part of your life like some of my dealers i would call friends like i text them about things that are not minor or store related really at nice. all so like getting to like build actual relationships with people all over the country is i guess the most fulfilling part so to speak very cool very cool so how about uh in the like the inside scoop on uh new new lines i mean did, did you know about like the uh the extra dry trash crashes and the 14 inch multi-trash and stuff like that before it came out like did you get a heads up on that so as far as like specifics in terms of when a symbol is going to be released uh or like what specific symbol is going to be released we get those not very far ahead of the general public, like okay. just just long enough ahead to get to our dealers and say, hey, do you want to have this in your store the day that it opens or the day that it drops? Um, so like a week to two weeks at most. And of course, like the only people we can talk about it is our dealers. And like we ask them not to reveal what's coming out until the day of um, like don't post a picture of it online or whatever. Um, so not not very much lead time definitely not like the r d department that knows like at a symbol's inception that it's gonna be a thing or not so uh but do you personally I, get the inside track not really no no more than anyone else at the company okay. i have kind of a random question because you know you sometimes okay. you hear about record stores breaking release date and putting an album out early you ever do you have some have you ever had something similar happen with the symbol you got new symbols coming out and a store puts them out early or promotes them before they were supposed to? Not, not so, specifics, but has it happened? Right. Uh, so funnily enough, I was working at a music store before I got this job and I myself almost did that exact thing <laughs> totally on accident. So like we get this box, right? And I didn't know it was coming. My boss didn't tell me we had ordered anything. Um, and I open it up and it's a pair of hi-hats that are have been released for a while now, so I can talk about what they were. It was the Big Apple Dark hi-hats, mm -hmm. um, the 15-inch ones. R relatively new in the past year or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I open it up and I'm like, Big Apple Dark hats? What? 
that's like that's not a thing i hadn't seen any promotional material and like I, if it had come out i would have seen it basically yeah so i'm like what what the heck is this and like i take a picture of it and i'm like considering posting it to the group and like the minor symbols facebook group that is yeah um and being like anyone know anything about this and like as i'm taking the picture my boss walks in i'm like what are these he's like put those back in the box <laughs> and i'm ah. like what's going on and he's like we can't do anything with these until friday and i'm like oh good thing you came in when you did because like i could have caused like a whole a whole thing and i probably would not have gotten this job had that <laughs> happened oh geez yeah so i, I would have taken him out and played him yeah i i did do that you but, did um, okay yeah yeah so I, I knew what they sounded like nice. before they released so to speak but um and i can tell you that because i was playing them of the two pairs we ordered one went home with my boss that day <laughs> um but to i guess officially answer your question i haven't seen it happen i'm sure it has in the past like long before my time but it hasn't recently right usually okay. people are pretty good about like oh i can't post anything until friday something i don't have to do until friday and then they just go about the next two days it is kind of nice though, because uh, recently I went to uh, I don't know if you have half half price books where you are, either one of you, uh, but it's like uh, they have CDs and vinyls and stuff like that too, and I bought a vinyl that was kind of expensive. It was like Demon Days, uh, the Gorillas album, and he was like, "We have a lot of good stuff come through here. You just might not see it because we get first crack at it." So it's it's one of those situations too where potentially I mean maybe not so much because you you supply stores with brand new symbols but you could maybe get you know make a mental note hey those fifteen inch uh, Big Apple Dark Hats you know are going to be available I'm you know you kind of have the inside scoop before anybody else I used to work a job where I was able to snag the um, pop figures before they made ah, oh, yeah. so I'd go through a box of like the Batman ones and find the Chase one. And then yeah. snag that one chase one and then just put the rest through. And somebody somebody else comes in and is like, man, I'm trying to find this one pop figure. And you're like, yeah, no, man, I was right there. And you're like, not really. <laughs> I was on top of it. Yeah, I just got, I just nabbed it. Absolutely. Yeah, I got a couple uh, drums that way through the through the same job. You know, they yeah. show up. I pull it out of the box. And I'm like, nope, not, not seeing the floor. Seeing <laughs> my backseat. Uh, was the music store you worked at before was a guitar center? No, no, it was uh, an independent drum shop. Okay. Uh, it's called RSB Percussion, gotcha. and it's in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Okay. Shouts out. Because I actually got a um, a guitar center. That's where I got my Birch Babinga kit, and it was the uh, the four toms with the 22-inch kick. So it was uh, 10, 12. 10, 12, 14, 16. Yeah, but the 14 was a rack, and I had it converted to a floor tom and then to, oh. into a snom after that. Okay. Um, before snoms were really cool. Like I've had a snom for like two years, um, right. but they had it marked on the floor at $1,100. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And I, when I say this thing was in mint condition, it was pristine. It had brand new Evans heads on it. It had a brand new EMAD on it. <laughs> it had a kick port on it. That's I mean, like 200 bucks a heads right there. Yeah, exactly. It's $200 in heads. And then I just go, I don't, I don't know what Birch Babinga is at the time. But somebody fucked up. I mean, that's the longest. <laughs> yeah. 
because I brought it up there and I made sure it went through and I was like, are we good? And they're like, yeah, we, you have the receipt. And I was like, are we, are we, are, is it the transaction? You're sure. <laughs> are you, are you hundred percent sure you want to sell this to me? And they're like, yes. And I was like, you need to talk to your employees about <laughs> pricing things out before they put them on the floor. Cause I would have yeah. paid like 1400 for this. And now they don't even make that shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, an option. So the set is, well, the finish on mine is it's a, it's a piano white and it's like piano piss yellow. Oh man. But, um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just, you stuff walks in the door and it doesn't walk out and, and it's good. It's good for you. So that's, that's one of the only perks yeah, of right. working that sort of job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you did say that you used Minel, uh, was Minel your first symbol choice? Um, so like in the very early days, like the first year or two of me playing drum set, I was super into the rev and oh. Because of this, all Sabians. Oh yeah, I was like, what did he even use? Yeah, yeah, he he was a Sabian guy. So I was all AAX. I had the metal ride, the metal hats, gotcha. explosion crashes, the holy china. Um, I like one Christmas I had like saved up some money and also like told my dad I was like the only thing I'm asking for is symbols. I had like five of them. I found them all used on nice. Guitar Center's website. So like. Hats to Crashes Red China was, I think, everything said and done like 600 bucks. Um, and then, like, I pitched in, I was like, please, like, that's that's all I want for Christmas. Yeah. So I got all of those. Um, and so I played those for a while. And then around the next year, I was like at the bottom of my Luke Holland hole. I could not stop watching Luke Holland play <laughs> drums. Um, so I had had enough. I was like, I want that hi-hat sound that he has. Yeah. I want it so bad. Uh, and at the time, he was using Byzance traditional mediums. Yeah. The 14s. Before uh, so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, were, they weren't out yet, which is why. Yeah. So I sold my metal hats on Craigslist like the next day mm -hmm. and ordered some traditional mediums that I found uh, for a pretty good deal. And, you know, ever since then, it was just slowly like, okay, now I need a minor crash symbol. Which one do I want? Goes through list. Okay, I want that one. Mm -hmm. I need another crash symbol. What do I want? Boom. And now I have uh, pretty much any symbol I need. I have a minor version of it. I have very few other symbols that are minor at this point because I sold nice. them off or they broke or what, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So what what, so, is, yeah. what does your minor rig look like now? Uh, so it's right behind me. Let me uh, unplug you from a couple of things. So I've got the tour. Are we have yeah. So I've got the M series Fusion Ride, twenty two inches. Uh, I don't know how well you'll be able to see things. Let me. If you have another You've light got... turn on, that would be wonderful, actually. I don't. These uh. The ones up there don't turn on. Like okay. that no worries. Out. No worries. Um, but let's see. We got a Classics Custom Dark stack, yep. 12 inches. 18-inch uh, Jazz Extra Thin Crash. Mm -hmm. And then the aforementioned traditional mediums with a regular Ching ring on top. Also using the Hybrid 7A sticks. Sweet. And then we won't talk about this stack because uh, there's a Sabian, Sabian on, on it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's it's an XS20 ozone on top of a Minol 16-inch Generation X filter china. Oh, okay, okay. It's a very bitey uh, combination. Yeah, yeah. The other stack I use is a Pure Alloy Custom 18-inch Trash Crash on top of a 16-inch Classics Custom Brilliant uh, Trash China. Ooh, trash on trash. Yeah, and then I'll also use uh, this guy a fair amount. Okay, the okay. Trash Flash. Very nice. Yeah, those are great. I I I, I think that Minol has really. I don't know. It's something about Minol stacks. I just feel like they're. That's been our, our thing lately. Super good, like across the board, like that Jazz Thin Crash. I have a twenty, a twenty inch. I think it's. I think it's a Thin Crash. They make a Jazz Medium as well, and a Jazz Thin. Yeah, we've got. Um, I don't know if. I don't think we have Medium. We have Medium Thin, Thin, and Extra Thin in the Jazz series. Okay, I think mine might. There be may be Medium. medium. But that Maybe that as a right side like what? washi crash is yeah. one of my favorites. But my absolute favorite minor is the 19 inch uh, extra dry thin crash. Talking about oh, yeah. I can't get enough. Talking of that about one. the stacks, I feel like Minol was one of the companies that was uh, marketing symbols as stacks like first. You know what I like very early on. Yeah, and that was that was long before my time with the company so i can't like tell you exactly why but right. if i had to guess i would say it's 100 percent because so many of our artists were using stacks at the time mm -hmm. and like really getting noticed for that stack sound whichever one it was so it became um, more marketable that way through the right market. so so we just kind of got behind it and we were like okay uh, we can make stacks in like our semi-pro series, like we have Classics Custom and Classics Custom Dark stacks. Um, but we can also make Byzant stacks that these artists are using, mm -hmm. and like use the artist as, as another marketing tool, basically. Right. So you got so Matt, you got Annika, um, other Matt. You got the other Matt. Yeah. So there's Benny. something for everyone. What's that? Oh, Benny, Benny. and Thomas Lang as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Benny he has, has the classic custom stack, a little, a little mini stack, right? The Crasher hats, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But doesn't he also? Oh no, he uses a vintage crash over a vintage trash, trash crash vintage with trash. Um, those plastic shells or whatever on it is is his go-to. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I have some. I have Crasher hats, which are very, very puzzling to me because they they will they will cut. I play in a post-hardcore band. They will cut through. The frequency yep. is like designed to cut through. And it's four or three eight-inch symbols and a disc. I mean, which is kind of mind-boggling. Um, but yeah, I would just say like the stackability, like any of the minor trash crashes, I feel like just will elevate whatever stack you have. Like the sixteen-inch uh, classics custom dark trash crash has been the top stacker for my main stack. And I use a Wuhan on the bottom, so I don't know if we're whispering other. Sure. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, okay. But they came out with a linear trash smash. So, uh, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, ozone Chinas uh, recently, and I had to try those, and I've been using Wuhan like my whole life. So, or my, my whole first China was a Wuhan. Yeah. And then I the think... next week I got an Agrizarian because they were out of Wuhan. Oh, which is like the same <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same, same symbol, different stamp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Brett, do you use any stacks on your setup? No, um, I haven't really experimented with many stacks. What's wrong with aside? you? Huh? What's wrong with you? 
I did mess around. Like, uh, I just had a couple splat. Uh, I had uh, one of the, the Zildjian China trash, uh, 10 inch and an eight inch um, ZBT splash. That is the, the only symbol that still exists from my first set of symbols ever. Um, and I just threw that up and was messing around with that. But other, but I felt like it being so small, it just, it didn't have that, that, that really nice bite that a lot of stacks have. So I haven't really expen- experimented otherwise. I could talk about stacks all day because the, uh, <laughs> the distinction between the two, like, I think all the signature stacks have China's on the bottom, don't they? Except for maybe Luke Holland's bullet stack. Um, well, the Crasher hat's obviously going to China, but Annika and the Mats both have all three of them have China's on the bottom, right? I believe you're correct. I'm having a trouble remembering what the Annika one is at the moment. Something it's a trash crash on the top, but I don't know about on the bottom, but yeah, I got it. So, the, the, the beauty of stacks is you have the trash crash splash ones that are like not as bitey they don't have as much attack and those are good just for like certain accents certain frequencies and then you have the china ones that can get as sharp as you want and then you can flip the top symbol upside down and play the crash inverted and that's how matt uh matt halpern has his from periphery so you get this like incredible attack so it's just like so awesome how you can just you can have almost no attack like white noise all the way up to like It'll hurt your ears without earplugs on all the stacks. I actually made a stack out of the 20-inch Equilibrium China one time. And that thing was so oh. beastly. It was amazing. I believe it. Um, it's a regular crash on the bottom of Onyx. Oh, okay. Stack. I'm wrong. All right. All right. So, 18-inch so, so the only signature ones are Thomas Lang and the Mats then. That have China. Um, well... Thomas is also not a China on the bottom, technically. Really? Uh, if you set it up how it like comes in the package, it's uh, a trash China on top of an inverted trash crash. Oh. Oh, the China's on top? Mm-hmm. I've seen a few like that. Like my, like my Portnoy. Like yeah, the, yeah. Like the Max. Okay, I've, I've seen a few of those in videos, and I'm not going to lie. All I can think when watching the dudes smack those things with the china which which is essentially right side up is like god that's gonna crack that's just yeah on that edge right there that's i mean it sounds great but it's like that i i cringe watching it it's like when people angle their symbols away from them oh yeah i'm like i'm like how do you do you do you reach up like this and like a (laughs) stabbing motion downward like how do you properly hit and can you That's imagine how many jump. drumsticks they go through, just like chewing oh, through? Yeah, the just going oh man! Straight so it was, and, and nothing against female drummers. This isn't a female drummer thing, but on the female drummer page, there's this girl. She uses like a baby blue drum set and like a pink snare drum. She's like very, very. Pro- I mean, you, you'll know her when you see her, and she's a good player yeah. and everything like that. Her cymbals were perfectly flat, and they were about a foot above her head, and and the camera's right by her left side crash. And you can see her hitting like almost perpendicular to the edge of the symbol. And you can see the stick, the stick bits just, it's, yeah, it yeah. might as well just be a, like a, just like there's stick shit going everywhere. That's <laughs> essentially like, how I used to play because when I started playing, all the metal dudes were playing their cymbals real high and flat. So that's no. exactly how I started playing. But I, that only works if you have long ass, real, like you're just a real lanky guy. 
Well, it kind of worked for me. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're like six foot or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that works. But no, you have like I, I, now I've actually lowered them a little bit, but not okay. really too much. But you got these Joey Jordison motherfuckers that sit down. And they're like, <laughs> I'm gonna go Stuart Copeland on it and put my ride yeah. like three feet up. I'm like, how the fuck do you get a, a good you know? But anyway, um, do you have your eye on any um, like what do you what's on your wish list right now for for miles? Oh man, I literally at my desk like pinned to one of my cubicle walls is an, an actual wish list. Um, and I'm constantly <laughs> like writing random skews down that I'm like, man, I heard one of those the other day that was sick. And I'll like write it down and then I'll, I'll look at it every now and then and be like, there's way too many things on that list. Like, I, Oh yeah. I need to take some of these off, but I guess the things that like I'm set on getting, um, I I'm torn between a couple rides, uh, but that's definitely going to be my next purchase. Nice. I really want either the 22-inch extra dry medium ride, mm -hmm. the 22-inch symmetry ride, or uh, the 22-inch tradition flat ride. Okay, and then just use like a like a external bell or whatever. Or a, a... Uh, it would just be one that I throw up on the kit depending on what I feel like playing that uh -huh. day. So okay. I'll just play stuff where I wouldn't really use a bell anyway. Got it. Got it. Um. And then I also want to get a six-inch brilliant splash of the Byzance Brilliant. Hell yeah! That's a, and that's tape it to my snare drum. Nice. The the I'm always torn between rides. I just picked up the 21-inch polyphonic. Uh, great choice. I mean, great just, choice. It, I, I want I want versatility. Like I don't want to swap stuff out. Like I want and that symbol. Right. I feel like you can play almost any style. I mean, it's just it's yeah, really, really well-rounded like i had a 22 inch uh classics custom dark uh crash ride that had a, a slight edge pretty nice there. as well but i mean for the money i mean just the whole ccd line is, yeah. is and they yeah. amazing all that black you know on top of your kit yep. you have like black heads or whatever too it's just like mm -hmm. and on stage the lights reflect off of them really really well oh shit i don't even think about that so uh so let's let's talk about anecdotes so uh do you have any fun stories or i mean different uh shops that you're around running into uh potential like drumming celebrities or anything like that so i have not been doing the gig long enough to have any of those yet but i have heard of it happening from other guys uh the the one that comes to mind immediately our uh southeast sales rep he was in one of his shops and unfortunately i cannot remember the name of the shop at the moment but he was in there just doing like a standard visit and in walked dorothea taylor okay uh the the grandmother of drumming yeah um awesome. yeah so he like chatted with her and then on his next trip there like three months later again totally like unprovoked in she walked again oh my god um, so like back-to-back -back visits that are like pretty far apart and totally unplanned on that end it's because someone told her the minel guy was going to be there that day yeah yeah interestingly enough it was right before and after her pisces signing um because she she plays <laughs> pisces symbols now so what yeah she switched well she was she wasn't like oh she was official endorsed. no she just loves loved minel um, wow. But now she endorses Pisces. But he said she was just as nice to him both times. 
So, so what do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm, I'm always curious. Like we, like we talked about our buddy who, you know, he has a full minor. Like most of us are like symbol nerds. Like we're like, I, I, ideally, I have like two or three rides. I have way more crashes than I have. You know, I can't choose between these two splashes or chinas or whatever. It's not like drum heads where you're just like, I think I'm upset. You know, I got my head for this, my head for that. Like symbols are kind of yeah. the same thing, and you can't swap drum sets. You know, you can swap out symbols really easy. So how does that work if you like spent three or four thousand dollars on your setup, and then you get endorsed by that that company or another company? I mean, either way, it's kind of a weird predicament to be in. You're like, well, I guess I'm good, or give me everything. Right. So I look at it uh, from a couple of different perspectives. So on the one hand, like. I came up like as a player doing gigs is how I fed myself for most of school um, outside of working at the music shop. So like I identify with the player a lot and you're going to develop your sound through years of practicing and playing and all that sort of stuff. And you're going to invest in like a, what you can afford and be what you like for what you can afford. And like, that's going to stick with you regardless of if later down the road you get an endorsement or whatever. However, an endorsement can be a really positive thing for your career as an artist. Mm -hmm. And like at the end of the day, every company makes good symbols. So it's kind of up to each individual player to decide like, we'll just use Minel and Peisty as examples. This is a totally hypothetical situation. Um, let's say you came up and you loved playing Minel, and then all of a sudden one day you hit the magic number of Instagram followers and the Peisty guy reaches out and he's like, you should sign with Peisty Symbols. We can like do these things for you. You can do these things for us. We'll have a symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. You as a player have a decision to make. Is your career super important? And would you be happy playing those symbols, even though it's not what you've played for your whole life? Or would you rather you love the sound of the minor symbols so much that you want to say, no, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I'm going to wait until either I get approached by minor or I just buy minor symbols for the rest of my life. Yeah. So every person individually is going to have a different perspective on that. So like I, every time I see something like that happen, like, I like, let's say tomorrow Cameron calls us both and is like, I'm a Zildjian guy now. Like I would be like, I'm sure Cameron thought to himself, this is a great move for my career. I'll keep my minors in my basement. And when I'm home alone and there's no cameras on, I can play whatever I want. Mm -hmm. um, but on the stages, I'm happy playing Zildjian. Or he could call us tomorrow and say, Zildjian called, but I said no. And no. you know, that's just as respectable a decision, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And endorsements, I think we talked about this uh, two or three podcasts ago, how, you know, endorsements don't are, aren't, aren't always equated with like success, you know, like a lot of like, let's not name drop, but you know, the one I'm probably thinking of that is like, oh, we want to endorse you. And then it's like, well, we're going to give you 30% off and our symbols are like the most expensive out there. Yeah, I got an email from them yesterday. <laughs> yeah, actually. yeah. And, and and there was another company that I actually applied for and they were like, We really like you. We want to endorse you. And I was like, Cool. And they're like, So you can have thirty percent off. And I was like, That what? Like And it was a very similar brand to Minel, so it was just like 
And actually, one of my drummer friends was like, "What? What? What are you? Why? Why are you doing this? Like, like what's what's the what's the end game? The company isn't really that big, and you already have everything you need. So why why would you like sign with a company you're not even like passionate about?" And she kind of called me out, and it was it was good advice. And you know, I'm I'm still you know sticking with with Minel. But even even if I did get like a, a Tama endorsement, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, I'd get a new kit, but what happens after that? You know, I mean, it's not like I'm gonna get a new kit every year or something like that. It's just to your point, I think it's just about advancing your career. You put it on your Instagram profile that you're endorsed now and maybe you get shared on their page and you get some exposure and stuff, but it's still a business, right? I mean, they still have to make money off you by giving you free stuff. Right. You, you have to be doing enough things for them, for them to continue doing these things for you. To make it make sense. Yeah. That well. Well, so I, I had a thought and I'm about to brain fart it really. But no, what I was going to say was I think a lot of times when it comes to endorsements, a lot of people are more concerned with the word endorsement. They, it's, they, I'm endorsed. It's, status. It, it's more of a status thing. Look, I'm endorsed by this company and I'm, I wouldn't want to endorse something that I wouldn't actually back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, uh, so, like, I'm not like so to like what you were saying. Just to use what you said, Pisces and Minel, um, I wouldn't. I, I, as cool as it would be to say I'm endorsed by Pisces, if I don't like Pisces symbols, there's and same for Minel. If I don't like Minel symbols, there's no point in taking a Minel endorsement. Yeah. And so I really think when it comes to endorsements, it's it's you you gotta you, you gotta really like what you're what you're endorsing because you really have to be able to speak on it and be like i like this because of this and people can kind of tell when you're being a used car salesman or you're like dude i fucking love this because yeah. this is awesome it's become a unique part of my sound or what, whatever the case may be uh but i actually uh, uh, kind of on the same note of people switching gear i've been a lifelong zildjian guy i've dipped my toes in other brands Minel being the exception, I've never, I don't think I've ever tried a Minel symbol. Uh, I am a, and so being that you're both obviously Minel guys, I've always been a Zildjian A custom guy. I love my brilliant, shiny, cut through symbols, and I always go uh, bigger and thinner. Like my my smallest crash is uh, 17 inches, my biggest one is 20, or my smallest is 18, excuse me, my biggest is 20. Uh, what would you recommend as I, I actually have to replace my 20 inch crash because I've, I've destroyed it. What would you recommend if I wanted to try a minor symbol? Do you want to go first, Jeff, or do you want, you want me to go first? I mean, I don't work for minor, so I'll <laughs> there, but he did ask both of us. I'm, I'm just wearing the shirt. I mean, I, I, this, See, I, get, I, get, I get the opinion of someone that works for minor and someone who's, who is a big minor fan. So I kind of like that, uh. I get both of those. I, I well, right. and a, on a previous podcast, I was guessing this my my homie Eric's answers to questions, and my phone when I held it up to the camera to prove that I like had chosen correctly, it was like blurred out, and even after I edited it, it was still blurry. You can't see, so no one believed me. So I almost want to like put in the chat because I feel like we're gonna have the same answers. So I I promise on whatever you want me to promise on that I will be 100% honest about what my answer is. <laughs> I think Hunter should go first. I already know okay. what the A-Custom a equivalent is in my mind uh, in the minor world, but yeah, go ahead. No, I'll go after you then. Okay, so uh, not to like 
cop out or anything, but I'm going to give you two okay. suggestions specifically to replace a 20 inch. You said what? Medium thin crash. Yeah. Okay. So the first suggestion is going to be the pure alloy custom 19 inch medium thin crash. Okay. Um, we also do make a 20 in that if you want like the size thing, but the 19 is a little newer. I think it cuts like just that much more. Okay. Um, and then additionally for a little bit more money, the Byzance brilliant series is like, it's a B20 brilliant series okay. of symbol and we make medium thins and thin crashes. Uh, so the 20 inch medium thin crash or 19 inch for that matter. And the Byzance brilliant series would be my first suggestion. Okay. Just I like think... as the closest to that sound. I didn't even know there was a Byzance Brilliant. Is the Brilliant new? Is it really new? No. It's been around for a while. Byzance it's pretty much, Brilliant. think of any Byzance traditional symbol oh, with shit. a Brilliant finish. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, well, that, that's why it's good that he goes first. I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't even aware that existed. <laughs> I, I, I was, okay. So, so I, I was going to suggest Pure Alloy. Uh, okay. Pure Alloy or Pure Alloy Custom. But I can also see. Um, moving in a different direction because um the extra thin hammered line and i know that you you broke this one you cracked it but people crack symbols for different reasons and i've seen you play and i don't i don't think you use i think your symbol technique is spot on like you don't bash i think if you're looking for people people crack their symbols in my opinion because they either have bad technique or because the symbol isn't providing enough body or volume or presence or any of those adjectives so that's typically otherwise i mean why would it's too tight yeah or it's too tight or it's or it's it's flat and you're hitting it the wrong angle or something like that yeah Yeah. that 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 plays into it but like you're not going to spend 350 dollars on a really decent like i mean that's like baseline price for a 20 a decent 20 inch crash and then break it in a month you know i mean intentionally you know what i mean right so like the extra thin hammer crash, which is also referred to as thunder butter, which I think is amazing, um, has the a twenty is has a really nice warm wash to it. It's very very wide. Has a lot of body, so like you don't have to. It'll open up really fast. I mean, it's extra okay. thin, so I mean it'll open up. So like, yeah, it's extra thin, so it's less durable, but it also opens up more, so you don't have to you don't have to hit it as hard. But then you go like the other end of the spectrum for me is the 20 inch pure alloy, just the straight pure alloy, which is like medium crush, the line that I would use for a live setting. Cause those are very bright, very resonant, very cutting. And again, we'll give you, I don't have to really hit it that hard because it's going to give me that volume and that body and everything like that. But I think it's just like the color. And I think this is where, um, this is what's really funny about symbols because people will be like, well, I want something darker. And I'll I'll be like I'll suggest something darker and be like but that's not really darker and I'm like well, what do you mean like what do you mean dark? what is darker yeah do you mean darker like lower pitch do you mean like quicker decay do you mean like different frequency than what you're using I mean how More are you complex finding... yeah yeah I mean I mean there's so many different like when I say body people could be like well I, I don't agree you know it's like music genres well it's not really metal that's like prog gent core jazz fusion <laughs> so it's like post tech death. Yeah, it's, it's it, well, it's it's post tech death because of the vocals or whatever. It's like, what? Why, why are we arguing about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, 
Yeah. But I would say like the best thing, and, and I don't know, Hunter, you're in this group, but I feel like in the minor group, you should just join anyway. Because I mean, they'll, they'll have a lot. Oh, of, absolutely. Like, just like joining like a, a cross groups or whatever you want to, whatever the term is. You know, best way to learn. Because Zildjian's actually making some really big moves right now with a lot of, they just came out with their clap stack and they've got their um, uh, limited release stuff and their, uh, that ride that it's like a, a shop. It's like a shop ride. I mean, it's completely like, it's not a, it's like a the raw crash. Weird, oh, yeah. It's raw symbols. So they don't even like make Suddenly. them into perfect circles or whatnot, but you can get, this is what I tell everybody, get the symbols from like Sweetwater or whatever, and then just return the ones you don't like. Because how long is it going to take you? I mean, you, you sit down for one session, you're going to be like, I hate it. Return it. Or you're going to sit down and be like, that's awesome. Or you can go to Guitar Center. Or if you have a local, I know you have a local drum shop because you're in you're in Southern California, right, Brett? Yeah, but there's really uh, Guitar Center. Where are you? Huh? Where in, if you, I guess we I mean, could cut it uh, out. I'm in the Orange County area, kind of between Orange County and Los Angeles. Okay. I'm actually going to be there in a couple weeks. Uh, oh, trying to, trying to remedy that problem, trying to get Minel into more stores, specifically between LA and San Diego. Oh, okay. We're in a few places. You should check out Drum Flip. Oh, um, yeah. They're in Vista. I've bought some um, stuff from them. I can't believe that I might be. A, that's that. a little further south. That's not. A right, it's closer to San Diego. Yeah, but uh, that's not too too bad. But they have a lot of good stuff. And Ed, yeah, no, Ed, Ed is awesome. Ed is great. Yeah, he has got a great Instagram channel actually too. We used yeah, to yeah, have, you should follow him for sure. They do like pop up drum West events. Drum shop, but uh, they uh, went under, I believe, a while ago. Yeah, but I don't think a... we have too many just drum stores anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely take the drive to Drum Flip. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, as far as. Um, like brand loyalty and stuff like that. Like I don't, I haven't ever used one brand. So like I might just buy like one of the chopper stacks or whatever from Zildjian. Those are just, just the chopper from Sabian is pretty sick. Yeah. Or um, what was I looking at the other day that I was like, I could totally get this. Like Sabian has really, really, really good stuff. Like their legacy and artisan stuff is amazing. Um, my, my, my buddy Roy, who lives in Arizona, uses all, like, pretty high-end Sabian stuff. Like, I even like their Apollo ride. I mean, I, I like a lot of their stuff. I actually haven't played much Peisty. I mean, it doesn't really seem like Peisty's that... They're not even set up in guitar centers anymore, barely. It's just Zildjian, Sabian, and Minel in guitar centers anymore. So, if I can't try it, then it's not going to intrigue me. But, um, God, what is that symbol that I was... I think it was, uh, I think it was the special, uh, special dry line the k special from, yeah the, for the the k line have you tried that out at all brett uh no i i wasn't a big i'm not a huge fan <laughs> of the k symbols oh okay okay well these are but like i've used them but not that one these are like real dry like making you need a glass of water when you when you play them <laughs> they're, they're real so i mean probably not for your style but like right. I, I love the extra dry stuff because it's just got so much character i mean it's just it's like having a trash crash without holes in it. I mean, it just gets right out of the way. You know exactly what to expect. Um, that's just my my jam. I just I I hate to rag on anything from Minel, but the one thing that I did not like is the jazz hats. I don't the know jazz thins or the regular jazz. Uh, I'm not sure which ones I played, but they had like no articulation. I'm like, man, I love everything Minel, and I just could not bring myself to enjoy. The it's jazz interesting. Hats. 
My sand hats, however, full of articulation. Those are are a fine, fine set of high hats. Do you have the fourteens or the sixteens? The fourteens. Have you played the sixteens? I I I don't know why I haven't. I could do it literally any day while I'm at work, uh, but I have yet to. In fact, yeah. I will do that tomorrow. You gotta you gotta try <laughs> and let me know because any sixteen inch high hats I feel like are just most of the time completely washed out. They're, I will say, uh, I have found my favorite 16 inch hi-hat. Oh, um, do, do tell. Out of compositing them. So this is not yeah. like a standard issue oh, hi-hat. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. the 16 inch classics custom dark hi-hat top. Okay. That on the bottom. Okay. And then the 16 inch classics custom dark crash, just a standard dark crash, 16 okay. inches. Put that on top. Beautiful wash, full of articulation, but they're not like two gongs slapping each other on your hi hat stand. Okay, because they're the like the thinnest version that that series comes in at sixteen, being the crash on the top hat. Um, so like all of the extra weight from that bottom hat is totally removed. That's amazing. So you you said you're using the top hat as the bottom. Yeah, and then a oh. crash symbol of the same size as the top. Okay. There's two yeah. really interesting hi-hats. One, um, there's a guy, I didn't know him before, but the guy who was responsible for the um, Tears for Fears drum challenge, <laughs> um, uh, he doesn't get on his Instagram a ton, but um, I don't remember, I, his name is Eric. His name is Eric something. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, uh, what is his name? I remember seeing him tagged in a, I don't know how to say his last name, but Jack Mitra's. Yeah, yeah, post. yeah. Um, He's like that. That's the first place I saw it. Eric Downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what's really funny is that he didn't really get credit for like eighty percent of those posts, even though he was right, yeah. to start the whole thing. But he was using. He uses a twenty-four inch Istanbul ride cymbal, and the mm -hmm. thing sounds amazing. But he plays like a one-up, one-down. Um, and, and he was like, Hey, I, I, I got these, well, he wasn't even bragging about the hi-hats. I was just like, dude, what are those hi-hats? And he's like, it's a 20 inch dual crash, uh, on top of a 20 inch jazz medium thin crash. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I can hats? see, I could totally see that working. 20 inch, yeah. And I feel like with the duels. I feel like it cuts out a little bit of the unwanted stuff. It, I mean, the I, I use dual hats for a while, the 15-inch duels, and they do lack some, like, top articulation. It's a little too ta and not enough tick, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, not no, enough, totally. Not enough staccato. Um, but my homie sent them to me. He's like, how about, like, 300 bucks? I was like, what? He's like, <laughs> right, well, three, 350 or whatever. 350 for two 20-inch crashes? And he's like, well, one of them has a crack, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I got a guy that can fix that. So I got yeah. two crashes for $300. And Good. they're like amazing hi-hats. E even when the, even it was cracked, it was so... I really feel like the best thing to do at the end of the day is just go to the Minel factory or go to like uh, wherever in the U.S. you probably know where there's the most... the highest concentration of uh, or quantity of Minel symbols and just start fucking around with different combinations until you find... Yeah, there's, there's a few more. places you could go for that. Like where? Because I'll, I'll take a um, and just make it happen. So, off the top of my head, I know Memphis Drum Shop 
at at any given time has like an insane selection. Um, Bentley's Drum Shop in Fresno, and uh, Drum Center of Portsmouth. Okay. They also that, have a, a large. The New Hampshire. Oh, okay. There's a Portsmouth, Virginia. All right. So my best bet is probably going to be Memphis Drum Shop. I'm in Austin, so I don't know if there's. Yeah, uh, I could ask our our southeast guy and like DM you tomorrow or something. But yeah, that, that off the great. top of my head, I think Memphis is the closest to you that is guaranteed to have like a crazy big selection. Because I mean, like I, I like heavy hi hat bottom, and then like slighter, slightly lighter hi hat top. Kind of like the the sand configuration is just I, I'm just. I don't know. There's something about the heavier bottom because I, I like do I like being able to do a lot of splashes. So it seems right. like there's a little bit more play if the bottom hat's heavier. But then mm -hmm. also, um, I had ozone holes drilled. I, I found a really cheap high hat bottom or sand hat bottom on Reverb, and then I just had my guy mm -hmm. put in um, four ozone holes, and it took off a slight amount of uh, like overtone. It added a little bit more staccato attack. And then I think it changed the pitch ever so slightly, but it was, it was pretty dope actually. Cause I'll put them on like back to back and you can hear like just the like slight bit of difference between the two is, is really awesome. And having, having ozone holes in your bottom hi-hat, I think it also made the, um, the suction tighter as well. So that right. it was a little bit tighter. Yeah. I, so when I'm not using the traditional mediums, I use the equilibrium hats. Yeah. Um, those are, and, those are and they have too. that. Yeah, yeah, they have that going on on the bottom hat. Um, oh, they have the ozone holes. Yeah, yeah, they're right at the bell, um, which is is really cool. I, I had those up really until like a few days ago. I decided to break out the double pedal and the traditional mediums and nice play some metal. <laughs> but yeah, when I'm not like playing just straight ahead rock stuff, I put the equilibrium hats on, and they're good for like a very versatile hi hat. I got, I got to try it. They have, they have a really interesting tone. I actually got some mediocre feedback from a buddy of mine that they're, they're too papery or the tone is too weird or something. Yeah. The, it's a very specific, like hi hat. I, I, as a Garska fan was super excited when I heard that they were coming out. Um, and then like, I tried them out in person, uh, as soon as I could. And, I really loved them, so I picked them up, and I just assumed that like most people that like the Garska sound, so to speak, would enjoy those hi hats. And like surprisingly, I I'd say I hear like fifty fifty people love them or hate them. Okay, yeah, I might I might try them out if they weren't like you know five hundred bucks or whatever. I mean, yeah, de definitely worth like if you see them in a shop, like play them if they'll let you. Oh, hundred um, percent. Hear them for yourself. But I, I, unfortunately, I they're they're not in a lot of shops. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen I haven't even seen a fat stack in a in a shop at all. I mean, I'd I'd still like to try that honestly. Yeah, it that one would be in a box if you did see it, so it'd be a little more difficult to play it in person. It's like Foundry but, Reserves. You're not going to see like the the Foundry Reserves are like the Zildjian K Constantinopoles. You know the yeah. You know it's like four eighty nine for an eighteen inch crash or something like that. Um, yeah, but they sound. Uh, Timbo actually uses it uh, a lot of those uh, Constantinopoles, which are wonderful. And I, I would guess that Foundry Reserve is the closest to Constantinople, but not really. You'd almost need like a Foundry Reserve like dark version. 
to really be Constantinople, I think. Totally. I, I, yeah. haven't, really, I haven't really played a lot of Foundry Reserve. But yeah, uh, so we're about out of time, but I, I really appreciate you uh, coming on and yeah, uh, sharing, sharing your insights. Um, so we, we'll, we'll both just sign up for endorsements and you'll just push those through. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to my guy at the office and yeah, see, yeah. see what we can do. <laughs> He's going to be like, ah, funny, funny joke. It's like a gift card. Yeah. You know? We don't want it. We, you know, you don't want it. You want to play Zildjian, Brett? Just give it a <laughs> gift card. Just give it to somebody. Hey, Applebee's. $20. Yeah. Here's a mile <laughs> endorsement if you want it. I don't want it. Yeah. It's yours. Unfortunately, they're, they're not that easy. Yes. Yes, I can imagine. All right. Well, but, uh, before we go, Brett, outside of your 20-inch crash replacement, if I could suggest one specific symbol to give a try to, like, get you to, like, go towards the minor side. Okay. is maybe a weird one. But the ten-inch dual splash, I think. Yeah, I think it's a great introduction to kind of the the stuff we have to offer. So you're okay. not you're not gonna believe me. You're not gonna believe me. I know you won't. But I I picked one up for the Minel uh, buy sell and trade group, and it's got a crack, and I repaired it, and then I tightened it too tight in a stack, and it's got a really tiny, like minuscule crack in it. But if you want to try it, I'll I'll mail it to you because I don't I don't want it at all. I'll just oh. I'll, I'll just let you try it. But it's it's not going to be true because a lot of the it's going to have a much quicker decay because it's like a it's like an ozone splash now. But it's got. Well, a, I'll still have an idea of the tone of. You'll, it. you'll have an idea. Yeah, of throw in. It's got some stackability. If you want to be like that cool guy, no offense, and put it on your snare <laughs> or put it on your pop hi hat symbol yeah. and have it yeah, yeah. hi hat and fuck around with it, you can. I just okay. I just don't use splashes in my setup anymore, and it's just like literally collecting dust. So, but I'll I'll, I'll mail it also out. Also, check out some YouTube videos of it in the meantime. Right. It, it's it's pretty nasty. I mean, I would say the dual symbols are. I mean, if they I had really one well for to, to suggest, is the the eighteen inch dual crash like? Yep. Turn me. That would be my next suggestion. I mean, that's like that symbol is just. I, I mean, I sold it, but I. <laughs> Because I was now I'm using the twenty, now I'm just using huge crashes. But I mean that that symbol was my go-to for a long time. That was that I mean, that was my first brand yeah. new vinyl purchase. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.